Hello, you're listening to the Business Butler Podcast, where we serve you tasty business solutions in bite-sized morsels on a silver platter. And now here's your host, Clayton C. Butler. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Business Butler Live. It's live. <laughs> we got a fun show for you today. My name is Clayton C. Butler, and with me, as usual, is my darling co-host, <laughs> Christina Butler. Christina Butler, and we're your business butler that serves serves up creative business solutions on a silver platter so you can build your authority in your market and get stuck in your market's mind so deeply that you'll never come out. If you've been watching our lives for the past couple of weeks, typically my part is where I find an ad and I talk about from the consumer point of view, why it is so incredible. And then we kind of bounce it to clay and clay tells us why it works so well, like with real ad speak. And then he's also been sharing some really great information for business owners and like last week did a book review. So anyway, I guess we knew yesterday what we wanted to talk about today. Okay. That's as far as we planned to head here was yesterday morning. So there is something that I wanted to share with you guys that I read about. It's technically on Twitter, but I read about it through LinkedIn and it deals with HBO Max and it deals with how a business responds when you make a mistake and how you can sometimes use mistakes to be a positive had to have positive outcomes. So we knew yesterday that that's what we were going to talk about. And then, spoiler alert, we had a big mistake happen at Butler Productions <laughs> this morning. It may have happened yesterday, but we found out about it this morning. So the beginning of our show tonight, I want to share with you this information from HBO Max and Twitter and LinkedIn and how that's going. And then Clay and I are going to kind of talk about how this... I don't know if it was like the fates or the karma that we were going to talk about making a mistake. And then we got a mistake made. So, so here we go. So HBO max has an intern who accidentally sent out a test email to everybody that has HBO max. They all got a pretty much a blank email that said something like introduction test email number one. And then the body of it was like, this is the introduction test email number one. And it went out to, I don't know how many thousands of people have HBO Max, but they all got that email. So first of all, huge mistake. I couldn't imagine being an intern and I realized that I've sent this out to all of these subscribers and I have no idea how my boss is going to respond. So HBO Max took to Twitter and on Twitter they posted if you're a subscriber, you may have seen your test email number one that you got this morning that was blank, you know, no jokes happening or whatever, but it really was actually the intern and we're working with him through this and it had a little heart and that was it. Oh boy. So first of all, if you were that intern and you realize that HBO Max did not front you out in an ugly way, they did not tell you you know, we're so sorry that y'all got that blank email, which technically does not hurt anybody to just get a blank email like, oh, well, somebody made a mistake. And most people don't know about marketing stuff and, you know, the automation and the back end stuff anyway. So, right. So it was just like, a, oh, OK, that's weird. And the way that HBO Max responded, like the way that they talked about their intern in that tweet 
first of all, is great marketing. So that has gotten them a ton of attention in the Twitter sphere and then in the LinkedIn sphere where I read about it because they responded with grace. They did not front that person out. They did not make them feel bad. But then it started. So then here's the second part of this. It started like a a Twittering where everybody on Twitter shared their terrible intern mistakes. <laughs> and some of those, I mean, they're not appropriate to even read on the air. They were hilarious. And like, they're all cringeworthy where, where you're really reading it and you're like, oh my gosh, that had to have been awful. But the majority of them were coming from people who were saying, my boss also responded in kind and showed grace. You know, like, I did not have to quit that job. I did not get fired right then. So all these people are sharing these stories, which is <laughs> hilarious. So somewhere on Twitter, go to hashtag intern stories, or I can't remember the hashtag that they used. But go look at those, which I'll tell you something else that's very interesting. The side note away from this real conversation, but the Twittersphere was much more kind about sharing their intern mishaps from their personal stories. Hmm. But the LinkedIn sphere, they were a little harsher. It was interesting because they were kind of like, HBO Max, you better fix that computer issue that caused that glitch. You know, like all these people that know about IT, like they know why there was a glitch that allowed that person to be able to send out this huge, I don't know, so LinkedIn kind of wasn't as gracious. They were like, y'all better fix that. But then in Twitter, it was like, oh, let me tell you about that time. Okay. Third part of this story. You ready? So one of the stories that was an intern mistake that is appropriate to share on the air and that is very memorable because it deals with something that we deal with all the time. It is from uh, the intern of Morris Animal Foundation. Okay, so first of all, I had never heard of them. So I went looking at them and they have won a ton of ad awards. Okay, so if you're in marketing or advertising, you're going to want to go check them out. They are everywhere from just making a flyer to their annual sales report or their annual report that they're doing. Like it's getting awards. So what the intern did was when he sent out the mass email if you've sent out mass emails before, you know that you can have the email written, but then you can have these blanks, right? It's like called mail merge. Is that mm -hmm. right? So you have these blanks. So then I have my email that's written, and then I have this spreadsheet data that would say like Clay Butler, and it would have your email address or whatever, right? Yeah. So then in the first name column would be like Clay, Christina, you know, all of our first names. So then that would magically merge with the email so that the email would say like, hey, Clay, blah, 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 right? So what this intern shared on Twitter that they did is that when they merged the spreadsheet with the email, they ended up sending it out addressed to the pet name. <laughs> so instead of like, dear Clay, it was like, hey, Bruno, and it was addressed to the animal, like the pet, your dog, instead of being addressed to you. And he said it was the biggest response they've ever gotten from a mass emailing. Wow. Like, okay, so sit in that for a minute. See, this is why I love this. This is like a fourfold story, you know, like first of all, HBO Max, we see that we need to respond in grace when a mistake happens. And then 
everyone is sharing their intern stories and we're all aware that people are making mistakes in businesses all the time and nobody's blowing up, right? And now you have this mistake that this intern made that ended up resulting in the biggest response they had from a mass email. So guess what? Now that's how they email. That's that's brilliant. Is to the first name. So I instantly thought of like a veterinarian office instead of like, dear Clay, your dog's shots are due, you know, so-and-so's heartworm is coming due. Like, dear Bruno, you need to call and schedule an appointment with us. Your heartworm medication is is due for <laughs> renewal. Isn't that incredible? Because That's you got to think about people that have animals. They love their animal. Yeah. So that fluke turning into being what this person on Twitter said was the best response they had had to email marketing. And now that is the way they do things because of this person's mistake. Wow. And I think if you're a veterinarian office or you're dealing with anything like that, I do think that's a really good idea. Yeah. Addressing the animal. I know some people have like three and four dogs or cats or animals or things like that. So if you're sending out a generic email, you might not be able to be like dear Bruno and, Tiny and everybody. <laughs> that is my story from the Twittersphere about HBO Max showing grace when this mistake happened. It got them some excellent marketing. The way that they responded said a lot about them. And then everybody else kind of like rallied around this intern with their own stories. And then that one story really stuck out to me of where that mistake was made and it ended up being the biggest response they had had. And now that mistake is actually how they do things. Like it's their new protocol. Mm -hmm. And then, and then Clay and I had our own mistake with Butler Productions happen. <laughs> I was going to, yeah, that's, yeah, but I was going to chime in on that story. Yes. It reminded me of a campaign that I saw recently where a person actually wrote the letter from their pet to the customer. Oh, nice. They were trying to get the customer's attention. They had done a couple of mailings and they didn't hear back from them. Oh, yeah. So then the next one was from the dog and it, you know, it was signed with little paw prints and stuff, yeah. but it was scrawled out and it's like me and my brother fluffy or Bruno or whatever. Bruno. We haven't heard from you. So you must be lost. <gasps> so he's gone out to look for you and I'm staying by in case you show up oh and then all this stuff. It's got the picture of the dog and that mailing there that they had. And it was a physical like yeah. direct mail Letter. piece and not a not an email, but that actually pulled better than everything that they had Isn't done. Isn't that hilarious? People love animals and people love their animals and people relate and they'll do things for animals more than they will for people. Yeah. And it's, kids too is yes. another one. They they actually had their son write the the letter, not the email, but the actual physical letter in their handwriting as like, you know, a Right. Elementary school age kid would, and it was all chicken scratchy and letters backwards and everything. And it looked like it was written in crayon. And in fact, I think he did make him write it in crayon. Oh, that's funny. So he's like, hi, my dad promised me if I do this, that he's going to take me to Disney World or whatever. Oh, wow. So he's like, I really want to go. But either way, my dad's a really nice guy, and I think you'll like him, and I think he'll be a good dentist or whatever it right. was. So those things work, too. I think it's good Creative. To, to stop for a second and think outside of the box with that, because you wouldn't really think, well, let me let my six-year-old write a letter, or 
let's pretend that this is from my dog or let's write it to your dog. Yeah. And those things are the best pulling, pulling letters they have. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And if you want to find out more about that, that's in the book by uh, Bill Glazer. It's outrageous marketing campaigns or something like that. It's, it's a long title, but it's just outrageous. Search for that. You'll find it on Amazon. But that's it shows you really cool stuff like that. But that was kind of a related thing. Yeah. So anyway, considering that we had already planned to talk about <laughs> mess ups and trying to flip them into something good. Fast forward to today. You know, we've been talking about <laughs> this little puppy right here. Look, Look at that. that good looking newsletter. Look at that. So this letter <laughs> was supposed to go out to about 275 business owners and marketers in LaGrange who are in marketing and who are business professionals and who are pretty important people, important people. <laughs> so you may have found one of these in your mailbox. Well, um, considering that we are a marketing company and I fancy myself a copywriter mm-hmm. and on the bottom right hand corner, it says, before you run your next ad, let Butler take a look. It's right here. If you look really closely at the top bar on the back hand side of the page, womp, womp, you will notice womp. that we are not a marketing newsletter, <laughs> but we are a marketing newsletter. <laughs> so... So if you're going to put a typo on a newsletter, make sure, make sure it's you're... on the bar that's like highlighted right above the address. Be sure to spell your title wrong. <laughs> Over here it says, hey, look, look, Clay, check out your ad. Make sure you're sending the right message. He didn't say he's going to spell check it. <laughs> well, we did spell check it and we had several different versions of that going out and somehow in the fray. Oh, the fray. The fray. And, the fray has let us and down. The, the ensuing <laughs> chaos of everything that we got going on. We got jingles going out. We got the newsletters going out. We got books coming in. We got boxes going out. We got boxes books. and stuff going out. And somehow or another, we had the revised copy and the revised mailing list, which went out to about 25 more business owners locally than the original list. Somehow or another... That didn't quite explicitly get in the hands of the printer the way it should have been. So Lost in the fray. Well, everything got in the hands of the printer. but Yeah, just the wrong one got sent to print. What was appropriate did not get sent to your mailboxes. But uh, that will be rectified in a really fun way next time. I would like to say, I didn't mean to cut you off. I don't know how that intern felt at HBO Max when they sent out a blank test email number one but i know exactly how i felt this morning let me just rub some salt in the wound i'm gonna twist the knife hardcore here's the pity party you ready so clay has been with other people and other ideas he has wanted to put out a publication like this for a while like years and there have been really good ideas with other people that had come alongside him and totally understood that this was a great idea and it's gotten changed a lot. It was going to go to a certain market and then it was going to go to a certain other group of people and a certain other group of people. And so then we finally decided this is what we're doing and Clay did it and we found a company to print them and ship them, mail them, tab them, fold them, all the good stuff. 
So we have been checking the mailbox a lot. We also added Clay's parents to the mailing list. And we were like, check your mailbox. We're not going to tell you why. Like, And they didn't get it. And they didn't get it, thank goodness, because they were on the wrong mailing list. Because they were on the wrong mailing list. So, uh, we, you know, we were hoping that they were going to get it and they were going to start reading it. And, you know, they'd be like, oh, my gosh, there's my son. And we're so proud of this. And y'all have heard us talk about on these lives. And so we just kept checking the mail and kept checking the mail. And I checked the mail this morning. And there was a lot of mail in our mailbox. And so I had taken it all the car and I was like, Clay, and I could see the little B right there. And I was like, pull this. And he pulls it. And the word marketing is the word that's spelled wrong. (laughs) Other than spelling our last name wrong, like here's the silver platter marketing newsletter from the marketing company to tell you how to market. And marketing is the word that's spelled wrong right there above your name. And here's another point too. I'm I'm trying to do this delicately because it's not really entirely all of anybody else's fault. But there's a phrase, and I can't remember who said it, but it's inspect what you expect. Pastor Steve Evans. And it and it is a business leader, like a, somebody who wrote a book about business says that said that, and it was inspect what you expect. Mm-hmm. In the back of my mind, oh. when I checked, I was like, hey, have the mailers gone out? Yeah, we're good. It's it's going out. Should drop in about 10 days because it's bulk mail. I'm like, good, awesome. And then in the back of my mind, you know, you have those little thoughts. It's like, you know, you better check to make sure they actually printed the right version of that. And anytime you have that feeling, act, act on, on it. it. <laughs> Because as soon as she pulled it out, that's the first thing my eye looked for as like, yeah, that ain't the right one. Um, Okay. And devastation. Yeah. The sinking feeling and the embarrassment that I felt for misspelling my own title's name, positioning myself locally as a copywriter and a marketing company, which we have been for a while. We're just starting to deal with more local customers. We, do jingles and stuff nationally and work with other agencies, but but you can't hear the typos in the jingles. That's true. <laughs> I can misspell all the words in your jingle. <laughs> Ain't nobody gonna know. We have to laugh. I can laugh about it now. Talking about spinning things into a positive. Right. We have some fun things that we're gonna do to poke fun at ourselves, I yes. guess, in a way, and make light of something that could be potentially devastating on a first run of something like this when you want to make a really good first impression, but always inspect what you expect. And if you have those feelings, feelings. those little gut feelings, be sure to act on them, please. And I can't blame them because there were multiple copies of it that went out and stuff, but they were gracious and they were great. And they, you know, that's like, we'll fix it, whatever it takes. And they were, and we will continue to use them. Yeah. So, and they're good dudes. So all of that to say, If you did not get one of these and you would like to be added to this mailing list, please drop us a message or a comment and we will get in touch with you and make sure that you are on the mailing list for the next one. We're going to put the next one out pretty quickly. So that's very exciting. So you're going to want to see the next one so that you can see how we recover from this, Mm -hmm. how we turn the mistake into something good, at least On our side, it will be funny. It will be our response to it. We had our response with the print shop. And then, 
in the newsletter, we'll have that. But then the third thing that has to happen is how you guys respond to it. I am trying to reassure Clay that this is not the end of the world. We don't have to put the clothes sign on Butler Productions outside and hang it all up because mistakes do happen. And like that, however, that intern felt when they sent out that email and they thought a company like HBO Max is going to really lay the hammer down on you. And then all of those people came out of the Twitter woodwork and shared their own stories of mistakes that they had made, even with one story being where that's the new way that they do things because it was such Mm -hmm. a successful mistake that this is one of those things that we are going to laugh about. We're laughing about it hours later, but hopefully we will continue to laugh about it years to come. And hopefully if you received one of these, And you had a snarky response to it out loud (laughs) that we don't know about. If you'll just keep that to yourself. We all make mistakes and I am proud of us. I am proud of you for even putting this out there in the world. There is not another marketing newsletter that I'm receiving from anyone of our size. Anyone that we're getting a marketing newsletter from has a building with like 500 people working in it. And I think it's safe to say that we do not have 500 people working here. Because one of them would be a spell checker. I'm just kidding. Um, Hey, come tomorrow. I'm firing the quality control person. (laughs) So next week you won't see me on the podcast. (laughs) Y'all be. It'll just be all her by herself. Be kind and be gracious. And if you hear of anybody smack talking about the marketing newsletter, the erecting newsletter that may be spelled wrong, then you just set them straight. Okay. Also, on that same note, if you would like something like this done for your business, uh, but spelled correctly, (laughs) you can still call us. (laughs) And y'all, I promise, like, I know it's one of those things like, yeah, right. You really sent them the real one and they printed the wrong one. But I promise you, we spell checked it after we printed our own version. Like, oh, snap, we got to send this revision. And somehow it got lost in the fray. But y'all, I promise Everything was spelled right on the final file. So So if you would like one for your own company, as Clay said, um, we're helping companies position themselves as the leader in authority. So not just, you know, we're the lowest price or we're the longest running family owned company, Mm -hmm. but that you're the authority and that you're helping your customer receive value and education and you are positioning yourself. So Clay has talked about other lead magnets and things that he's done for other companies that position themselves. For example, a local real estate company here has a everything you need to know when you buy or sell your home. I forget the exact title of it. The ultimate guide to buying or selling your home. The ultimate guide. So then if I was going to buy or sell my home, I would need to read that guide and look at those checklists. And then I would realize, okay, it's time for me to get a realtor. I'm probably going to call that realtor because they seem to be the authority on buying and selling my home. And even if they aren't the tip top authority of it, they're the ones that wanted me to have that information. So this is one of those authority building table legs. You've heard Clay talk Mm. about your table that just has one leg or two legs. It's not really going to make it, but a table that's got three or four legs. This is one of ours is this newsletter that we were so incredibly proud of. In fact, in the beginning, I told Clay we would do six issues. We would do monthly issues until December and then regroup and see what we needed to change maybe in January and then the first one went out with a typo in it. Woo! So, <laughs> yeah. You can't really get worse from here. But. So anyway, if you <laughs> would like help 
doing one of these for your company so that your customers and clients, potential customers and clients, or past customers and clients can be receiving your authority and your education if you'll let us know at butlerhelpme.com and one eight three three three. I don't know how many times I said three, eight, and then a lot of threes, and then Butler. So you can give us a call. And Clay's got it's his, bouncing around down there on the bottom. Of the his screen. social media is down there. Also, Clayton C. Butler, this guy, super proud of him. That's me. If you want to be on the mailing list so that you can see how we take this mistake and turn it around, I don't know if we're going to talk about it on a show or not, but definitely you're going to want to get it in your mailbox. And if you would like to let us know how you would handle it, because in the span of a couple of hours this morning, we went through a lot of ideas. Of, after we went through the range of emotions, there was a the lot five of emotions, stages of y'all. grief in like one hour. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's been other things in our business, as with any business. You know, so you know how you send that email that you're like, here's the attachment that you've all been waiting on, and you send it out to everybody, and you're like, okay, I'm done. And then you leave and you go home and you have your afternoon and everything's fine. And then the emails start coming in like, there's no attachment. There's no attachment. So then you have to resend the email with the attachment. This was or the time that you hit reply all with an email to a coworker where you're like being funny about something that you oh shouldn't gosh. be funny about. Right. Not so, saying that's ever happened personally, but I've heard horror stories and nightmares. I've re- Clay has received an email about me that one of my coworkers, we have a friend named Clayborn, <laughs> if she's watching the story, very old story. But she thought she was emailing Clayborn, and instead she emailed Clay, and it was about me. So anyway, there are things that happen in business, and this is definitely going to go down as one of those that we will not forget, but we hope that you will forget it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, we've enjoyed talking with you this week, and uh, don't forget, butlerhelpme.com. One eight three 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 Butler. One eight three 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 Butler, and you can find us on all the various and sundry social media at at Clayton C Butler. So we've enjoyed talking to you. And before we go, get you a copy of one of these in Amazon, my latest book. Now hear this: using the power of sound and song to dominate your market. You can get it on Amazon, or if you want me to sign you one, just let me know. Send me a message. I'll be glad to. Sign you a copy. It'll come with a bookmark, too. Yeah. All kind of fun stuff. Anyway, we've had fun this week. We have. We appreciate you guys being with us, and we will see you next Thursday here on Clayton C. Butler for the Business Butler Live. Clay's going to have some more podcast episodes coming out soon. We've got two projects that he's um, wrapping up this week. We are excited about those, getting some things done for some local and some not local businesses and some national agencies so we're excited about that very excited so all of those things in closure one more time we'll see y'all next week y'all have a great one thank you for listening to the business butler podcast to learn more about clayton visit claytoncbutler.com need help growing your business then reach out to the butler productions team at 1-833-3-BUTLER or go to butlerhelpme.com The Butler Productions podcast is property of Butler Productions, LLC. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.